0: Would you like to come and
1: stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look.
0: I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on, and am bleeding, stall
1: it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the
0: crack. We're going
1: to have a laugh. How are you doing? Welcome to episode 89 of stall Some number. It's so close to 90
0: and I'm excited about going to 90. I've seen you're in contention for the new Late Late Show spot with
1: Tubbs going out. Yeah, they were onto me and they were saying that they really like me uh, interview skills on the podcast and they think I'd be a, a really good replacement for them. They want someone a bit more down to earth and real, like, you know. Younger. Younger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Working class. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, middle class and my my sake, uh, working class background. Working class background, yeah. middle class holidays. Um, <laughs> that's what he said, is it? Yeah, that's what the the description on the email said. That came from the top, right? And uh, I'm not gonna take
0: it. No, you're not gonna take it. That's no. a shame. You hold now for Dancing with the
1: Stars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me hosting The Late Late Show Even just a one off just, just for one. the crack They should I think that's what They should do You know the way On The Late Late Show They have the Eurovision
0: contest Where all the people sing And then we vote yeah. for the bit. They should have Five guests And five interviewers And we should all vote Get Miriam O'Callaghan down for half an hour. Get Claire Bourne down for a half an hour. Baz Shmawi's not in the, in the running, really. And I think he's amazing. And he covers for him on his radio show. And I think Baza Shmawi would be a fantastic host for the Late Late Show. Like, what you need for the Late Lay Show is to be able to reach different demographics. Yeah. Your nanny has to enjoy him and your nephew has to enjoy him. Brendan O'Carroll. Amazing. He'd, he'd hit all demographics, but he doesn't need it.
1: No. He doesn't need it i just hit the demographic of like 20 to 30-year-olds and that'd be it. But there's enough of them. There's enough of them. <laughs> there's enough of them. You get your own show.
0: Brandon O'Connor, he's in the running as well, isn't he? Mm. Do you remember the Brandon O'Connor show? Yeah. What did you think of that? Good, yeah. I went to that. I actually went to a live recording of the Brandon O'Connor show. Did you? Yeah. I like him. I thought he was funny. I used to like the Ryan Tubbity show, but it was, he became a different beast when he'd done the Late Lay show.
1: You have to mould yourself into that though. I, with the predecessors think, and stuff.
0: Yeah, feels that way. Yeah. Like, who would you like to see host the late late show?
1: Um, Graham Norton. He would be good. Never happened
0: though. I don't think Too so much of a good thing there. He's doing well. He's doing all right for himself over on UTV or whatever. What's it? What is that? A BBC? BBC, BBC, BBC yeah.
1: TV? Night <laughs> and <laughs> Jurassic Park with extra dinosaurs. <laughs> I'd crumble. Addressing the public with uh, a bulletin, like COVID or oh yeah, that you know would I mean be, like that would uh, be distress that. I'd be like, can someone cover? I feel a bit sick. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting sick. They are ring a party. Am i feel real sick. Can't come in. <laughs>
0: Who filled in for him when he got COVID? A hologram of him. It was just a projection of him, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Miriam O'Callaghan? I I'm shall look sure. Whoever gets it, fair play to you. Distress You know your first day on the job, how nervous you do be. Imagine your first day on the job doing the opening monologue of the Late Late Show. You'd be a nervous, right? You'd be a bag of nerves, wouldn't you?
1: Mm. I'd be up to. I'd be crawling the wall. I'd like them to go for a different direction. Yeah. Like kind of a Jimmy Kimmel vibe or a Jimmy Fallon vibe. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, I don't think it'd work, would it? <laughs> but that's that's what I was saying earlier. Like it
0: has to just cover all demographics. A lot, of, demographic a lot of
1: farmers in the audience like, what's going on?
0: All, all the best
1: of luck to all of them. All, all the best of luck With everything And all the rest of it All the contenders I do think they should
0: have A Royal Rumble though And all the RTA head, Like Brian Dobson And all throw him. Oh my god It's Brian Dobson He comes running down oh, The tight. Er, <laughs> here comes Dustin <laughs> Throwing Claire Bourne Over the top of the ropes <laughs> <laughs> The favourite And then you come running down And all
1: My god It's him it's The big red machine He rolled
0: himself out And here he is 250 to 1 <laughs>
1: Hey, by God, he's risen from the day 150 to 1. <laughs> oh my oh, god, shit. look! Well, i tell you a story. Do you have a story? I have a story. So, uh, I woke up the other morning, right? As you do, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> and uh, I checked my bank account. Now, like, just now just check my bank account, see if all your money's still there. This gets better. That's that's it really That's the whole story That's good yeah. man Thanks, I woke man.
0: up That's good And I checked my bank account
1: uh, But and was there also I realised there? that there was like A substantial amount of money Gone out of it Out of nowhere like What? And it was from the hotel I stayed in in LA That I already paid for When I checked in So when I got to LA All the
0: porn was it?
1: Um, No The video on the Just all the cans of Pepsi and stuff <laughs> And the robots So when I got there I checked in And I Like on booking.com says pay at the property so they didn't take Anton out of my account till I got to the property and then I paid for it and I didn't check like the bank account after that like so I was just presumed though well the price that was on booking.com is the price I paid there so uh when I got back like three days later I, I was go, going back to like just looking at my bank account they took out a substantial amount of money now I'm already there, paying for it like yeah so I, I rang up uh booking.com and I was like how are you uh, like, the ho- I sat in a hotel from in, in LA from... Uh, so you rang booking.com? Tor- yeah, because you couldn't get through to the hotel. It was just like an automated machine, like the voice just talking, like saying, press one for reception, yeah. and you press one, it doesn't even work. Really was a robot hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were on the phone then, the booking.com? I was on the phone. phone, like, literally on the phone to, like, booking.com. That was the name, like on as well, like Booking.com. <laughs> That's mad. Yeah, it's mad. And uh I had to send over bank statements of the two transactions that came out, like and even she was saying, That's not right, like they shouldn't have done that. Like they didn't stay anywhere. I'm thinking it's a holding fee that they took in the first place and then the proper fee came out after I got back. So in case there was any damages to the hotel the hotel room or you pulled the telly off the wall or you filled the bat up and left it running or something like that. Did you do all that? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after I was on the founderbooking.com that night the money went back in. So the money that was taken out was uh, the price of the hotel and the other fee was a uh, holding deposit. But like price of the hotel wasn't two grand right? Yeah. But they took two grand out of my account as a holding deposit. Like what the f? And took it. that's not even holding it. That's like it was nowhere near out. that price. Fucking and they just help. took two grand from your account, like without Jesus. even. Jesus. No small print on that website about it. Nothing. Like. And, and then they. Just and then it the back? final price was more than what it was originally because there was like cleaning fees, like a hundred dollars on top of what you pay. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of a cleaning fee in a hotel. I pulled up a video of that bleeding fucking robot. Yeah. And I got two bottles of Pepsi. So sure, the thing must have cost me about $50 for it to get sent up in two bottles of Pepsi in it. Really? Because the, all these numbers just don't add up. Like, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. think like, so it's an extra 150. If it's a a if it's 100 quid for a fucking the cleaning fee, then it has to be 50 quid for two Pepsis coming up the fucking lift inside a robot. Worth it though. Class. <laughs> well worth it. I'll do it all again. 50 happy. quid well spent. Two, oh my two God. Two grand holding deposit, man. Have you ever heard that? It's horrible. It's like... That's mine, like. Is it? That's what are you doing? That's mine. I can't
0: do that. <laughs> I woke up one morning and there was just money being taken out. There was like five different transactions, each incrementally getting bigger and bigger. First it was like fifty quid, then it was two hundred quid, and it I worked its way up to a couple of grand. Mm. And I was saying, "What the fuck is this?" And I said, "Facebook on it. Somebody hacked into me. Must have hacked into the wound up merchants page." and my bank account must have been Sad. connected to that somehow yeah. and you are just like I, I got it back i called the fraud department in the bank and the bank actually got it got it back for me but it was like for a couple of days i thought that's it i just got scammed i changed my card i changed my pin i deleted my bank account details off facebook that i didn't even know i had on and i'm still not 100 percent sure that's what it was yeah i still don't know what it was or where the money went yeah, no, I looked at my bank one morning, and just by chance, because I don't do that, I don't wake up and, <laughs> and just look at my bank, but it just well,
1: happened quite to... What a reference, I didn't just wake up and just go, <laughs> oh, I need to check my bank. It's just like, you know, on your, on your phone and anyway. Some, like.
0: Yeah, no, it's, 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 some people do anyway, but it's, I just happened to look at it that morning, and it was that morning, it was like three o'clock in the morning, this was happening.
1: Mm. So it was a calculated theft, and, it, and they would have kept going. Dribbs and drabs, the, and then the big bucks. I yeah. had a drange of every cent. Just bought, like, Michael Jackson's number one hits off iTunes, like, a million times. And just buying albums, like, weirdos. <laughs> so specific. Did you rob me? Yeah. Did you take me money? Yeah, yeah. Just a bit. <laughs> um, I got a phone call off my bank there years ago. They were like, are you in America? And I was like, no, why? Because like, someone just bought, like, a dinner in America with your card. And I was, like, in me gaff, like. And someone in America, like, how the fuck did they get me numbers? Okay. Like, how... Yeah, it's like the—is it leaked somewhere? Like, it, yeah, it's leaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from a transaction you made in a shop.
0: Well, your information is just stored somewhere, and like hackers can just get into whatever, mm. whatever that information is stored. Like, it's just easy to leak it. Your phone is an iPhone, and when you take photographs on it, it's stored on a cloud, and people hack that that cloud, and they have all of your photos, and that's that's how these celebrity sex tapes and come out because. The system is just being hacked. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's, there's smart people out there that can just hack the system.
1: You'd only get a load of selfies of me just <laughs> awkwardly taking photos without even knowing. <laughs> like, just like a double chin. Like, early, how do you work this thing? <laughs> so there was a fake uh, account of us going around there. Darren plus Joe. Yeah. And they were like saying we're giving away prizes, cash prizes and stuff like that. Yeah. Listen, I'll never give away anything. So if
0: you see a yeah. page <laughs> and it's me giving away shit, I think anyone that knows you'd be like, he's not giving away money. <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> if you get scammed by somebody pretending to be me,
1: you deserve to be scammed. I I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> there was an Instagram account to me as well that's gone now. Oh yeah, and it was a fucking clever one. It was different. This was different. Like it was. I haven't seen that and like it. It was all of my details. Like me, me, bio, everything the same. Same profile photo. And there was one post on it, and it said it was a photo of me, of my account. Like and I said in big red bold writing hacked and a paragraph saying uh, my old account got compromised uh, please follow me on this blah 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 scary isn't it because like you've a decent following
0: imagine like and you worked hard to get to this, the point that you're at now imagine just fucking losing all that that would be so shit wouldn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah at least you still have a podcast though Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Can't hack a podcast Or can That's you? True. Well maybe Maybe one day <laughs> So you don't remember free kick fusion? Then no. <laughs> no, I don't remember free kick fusion.
0: I was in a pub one night, and there was a fella, and he had a phone. Was it tiny? And it was about the size of his fucking thumbnail.
1: Yeah.
0: Like it was tiny. I was like, why do you have such a tiny phone? That's ridiculous. So like I was only, I'm only at the get now. I'm like out of where? Out of the phone shop out of prison I was like oh you're not allowed phones in in prison I didn't know that you weren't well I suppose I just didn't think about it that's why you're only allowed one phone call I thought that was only in America or just in films and stuff like that because I feel like the American idea of of prisons is different to I feel like you could break out of an Irish prison pretty easy has anyone ever done it I'd say so in Ireland I was talking to a fella who wanted to hand himself in and they asked him (laughs) can you come back on Monday really yeah he was like I, I, I don't want to be waiting around again like, and if they tell me that I have to come back like, it, it take me now like, just take me in now and I can start my time I want to start my time now he says "Oh, the, whatever officer isn't here can you come back on Monday <laughs> can you come back on Monday can you hand yourself he left yourself? the country by then <laughs> he did that's what happened. Yeah. he left the country and then came back to try
1: hand himself in again and they were like ah oh, no just leave it yeah I'll come back on Monday has anyone ever escaped from an Irish prison many oh. people that movie, The Maze. Oh, yeah, L- with <laughs> <Tom Von> Lawler. <laughs> a J- good few escaped did. that day, yeah. yeah. an awful lot of them. That was a, a Northern Ireland prison, of... if we're
0: being technical about it. Yeah.
2: Which, when we're talking about justice systems, I guess we have to be. But yes, okay. that was
0: one. That uh, was like, one of the most, most iconic. Eamon thing. De Valera escaped from prison. Mm. That was in- over well, in, in the last, like, England couple of years, maybe. Was that not in, in Dublin? I don't think so.
1: Oh, it was in England, yeah, you're right, yeah, yeah. In terms of, like, the last couple of years.
2: Between 2016 and 2021, 44 inmates absconded from two low-security facilities. So that's kind of what you'd call an open prison. There's one in Cavan, and one's that, like, it and was 30 gaps. Yeah, just, then police stations. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of walk away if you feel like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous.
2: The guard are just like, oh, well, I'm I mean, if this open, if you consider <laughs> how many people are there, and only 44 people did walk away in the space of five years, that's. Less than one a month, so...
1: One too many. I obviously, think... most people
2: don't think it's worth it. In those five years, total of 12 inmates escaped from medium or high-security prisons, but all of them were caught and brought back.
0: Ah, uh, no. You can't be... Get back in there, you. Don't be messing. Come on. he's sneaking now. out on us now. <laughs> Although there was um,
2: two brothers, Romanian brothers, Tader and Vasik Fire, they climbed over a wall at Castlereagh Prison and left a note saying, sorry, sorry, but we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so they why, were never so caught. And the guards apparently are pretty sure they've made their way back to Romania pretty quickly. <laughs> oh my God. So they weren't caught. Most, it seems, almost everybody else who escapes from a medium or high security prison is caught.
0: I think I could get away with it. I think I could get out. I'm a devil dressed up as a nun. <laughs> <laughs> did he? I, did. I
2: In 93, in the US, 14,000 prisoners escaped. 14,000 <laughs> yeah. in the US. Yeah, now, that's gone down a lot. Obviously,
1: their uh, technology and... Was one of them uh, Andy Dufresne?
2: 93,
1: possibly. Was the Shawshank Redemption based on a true story? I'm sure I had inspiration in some
2: yeah. prison break. In 2020, 29 prisoners escaped from federal prisons in the US. Which should be your more serious prison? High security. Now, there's, they have these prisons called Supermax... There's it's one a, it's in... They do a few chicken nuggets. There's one in Colorado, they call it the, Rock, or the Alcatraz of the Rockies. It's where El Chapo is. Oh. You're not getting out of there. Never. The prisoners, basically, are never left unwatched. They're in individual cells. Every time they move anywhere, they're handcuffed and searched. Every single time they go anywhere, it's like there's individual wings where the cells are. So, like, it's prisons within prisons. And then if you do escape and get over the huge razor wire fences... The prison is just in the middle of nowhere. It's just In on, desert. Is
1: on, oh, I thought you were going to say it's just on water.
2: So even if you were running away...
1: Well, Alcatraz yeah.
2: Even if you're running away, you've got
0: miles to run when they can see you. So there's no way to escape. Yeah, they can take a shot at you. Yeah. You go underground then. If you're up in the Rockies, you go underground. Do
2: you want some tips on escaping
0: prison? Go on. Just in case.
1: Just in case. Just in case. we so Just never know. And I've got caught robbing a packet of sweets again. So... <laughs> Let's presume the two of you are in prison. For what? Tax evasion. (laughs) (laughs) Go check me if you want. I'm up to date. I'm up to date.
2: (laughs) Presuming it's the two of you. You're already at a disadvantage. Only one in five successful escapes is a duo. You're, Mm. You're up against it there.
0: That surprises
1: me. I would have thought like... People would have done it, yeah, exactly. uh,
0: Yeah, give me a bunty kind of thing. I'd let you give me a bunty, and then how would you get up? (laughs) I'd
1: have to give me a bunty first, I would be climbing walls.
0: (laughs) I was always the one to go up first. (laughs) You'd have to lep it, man. I couldn't give you a bunty, you couldn't be
1: standing on my shoulder. If your adrenaline is high, it'd scale the spire, yeah, wouldn't you? Like a bleeding tiger, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? so. We're already no, at a disadvantage. People, you're already at a disadvantage, be, yeah. I, I wouldn't have said to you it'd be a disadvantage. I think it'd be a disadvantage if it was on my own. Yeah, because it'd be lonely, wouldn't it? Yeah, trying <laughs> to escape prison on your own. Like, <laughs> that'd be fucking sad. <laughs> what if you didn't make it? I'd be going back in. Ah, fuck this. It's boring. I'd be like, fucking down no here to give us a hand. Can like. <laughs> I fucking leg like it back in?
2: Like going out to play and none of your mates are allowed out you're just wandering around
0: the street on your own. Kicking fucking stones. I'd say one of the tips is befriending a copper.
1: It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, get one of them on your side. That frequently comes up with successful escape attempts. You get mad close, and then you just see his case dangling Monday, mm. and you just grab him, fuck him in your cell, and then take his case and Fuck him in your cell? Throw him in the cell. It doesn't always <laughs> have to be a sexual thing. <laughs> it
0: just sounded very sexual. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him in your cell. <laughs> We're talking about escaping
1: from prison here. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on.
2: There was one last year, a fella called Casey White. He escaped from Alabama County Jail. Um, he struck up a romantic relationship with one of the guards. There you go. Yeah, so she brought him out of the jail and said she was taking him for a psychological evaluation. She was due to retire that day. And she said for on her last day, she was going to take this one prisoner off for a psychological evaluation. Then they didn't come back. And they found out that she had actually sold her house and bought guns and vehicles and they said well obviously something's going on here she dyed her hair they paid a homeless man to reserve a hotel room so they couldn't be tracked and they had a getaway car all of that but within about 10 days police chased them
0: and the car flipped over and she was supposed to retire the next day but instead she concocted this elaborate plan to get a fellow out of prison. Uh, they must have been down the Doherty in the prison for a while. Mm. Did he die? She
2: took her own life. And then he was arrested and brought back to the prison.
0: Do we know what he was in prison for? And how long he had left?
2: He was in prison for attempted murder and robbery. Other ones, uh, did you ever see the series Escape at Dannemora? Paul Dano is in it. It's the story of a prison escape. Very good. The true story is in the Clinton Correctional Facility, two inmates in 2015 dug tunnels and got into a steam pipe that led them outside the prison walls. But the way they did it was they bribed one prison officer, and then they, uh, as (laughs) the way I'm reading here, it says, and they flirted with another officer. They basically charmed her, and she got them hacksaws and chisels and lights, which they were then able to use to dig the tunnels. And then one of them, David Sweat, his name was, he had to lose about 15 kilos. To fit into the tunnel. And I just made it bigger. Oh the, <laughs> a,
1: the pipe that's just the endless. pipe, yes. Yeah, so it, it was a oh, steam so pipe a they were the fitting into,
2: yeah. So this comes up a couple of times, <laughs> you're gonna have to fit into small spaces into yeah. small
1: gaps. So you gotta get trim while you're inside. So you might have to I, I'd wait be a while. After about six months in there anyway. Wouldn't have anything else to be doing, like. You wouldn't. I'd be in the gym, like just pressing yeah. benches. Do you ever see that with oh, an like escape plan? It's like Three films about Sylvester Stallone trying to escape prison. Three films. It took him three films to get out. No, all different prisons. <laughs> <laughs> He's just getting in to get out. Yeah, it's weird.
2: Another one in that vein. Fifty-three-year-old man named Choi Gap Bok in South Korea. He escaped his cell by squeezing through the food slot at the bottom of the cell.
0: What the fuck was he made it, of? Fucking... The
2: slot was fifteen centimeters tall and forty-five centimeters wide. Joe, we know from last week's episode, you don't know what a centimeter <laughs> is.
0: <laughs> That's like a letterbox. <laughs> He's had to
2: squeeze through a letterbox. It's about, it's half the length of your ruler in school. That's so, so. small.
1: How do you get through that? He's just snorted the slime.
2: After he slipped through this letterbox, he then snuck past three prison officers who had fallen asleep. Of course. And this then there a was a very narrow window that he was able to slide out. And did he get caught? Yeah, six days later they caught him.
1: <laughs> the they oh. should
2: have known as well, because years earlier, he was being brought to police custody on a bus and he slipped through the bars on the window on the bus. Jesus. can
1: hell, these are all, are these all mutants. <laughs> he sounds like a mutant for sure. He's I feel like, like Ditto out of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you want to escape for good and not get caught after a week, you need to, Leave to be in tr- contact with someone on the outside with your phone calls you're getting. Yeah, you need to be prepared on the outside. Yeah, because I feel like most of them maybe are just like Doing it erratically and saying, once I get out, I'll think of a plan then. Yeah. And then it's just like, cock, because I'm just on top of a fucking bush. (laughs) You asked earlier, was the Shawshank Redemption based on an escape?
2: It seems it was. A convicted murderer, Glenn Stewart Godwin, escaped from Folsom State Prison in California in 1980. He got into a thousand foot storm pipe that ran underneath the prison. So that seems to be where where Stephen King got the idea from.
1: You know where that movie was? is it Clint Eastwood? Escape from Alcatraz, is it?
2: That's Clint Eastwood, yeah. It is Clint.
1: And it was Clint. Is that, is that like just like fiction? There
2: was an escape from Alcatraz. So Alcatraz was presumed to be inescapable. The prison from which nobody could ever escape. And in 1962, Frank Morris and then two brothers, John and Clarence Anglin had escaped. So you had armed guards all over the place. And, and it's an island. That was the main thing, yeah. I mean, it was a, at the time state-of-the-art prison with armed guards everywhere, but also an island in a very rough stretch of water, so mm. it was presumed that nobody could swim away from it, even if they could get out. There had been 13 failed escape attempts, but these three lads with spoons and saw blades spent about six months enlarging the ventilation ducts in their cells, and they got out that way. And one of them, Frank Morris, he covered up the sound at night by playing his accordion. So if you bring some musical instrument with you
0: when you're in prison, can you do with that? Maybe not anymore. I'd say they copped on after that. I'd <laughs> have brought a harmonica though. Oh, you have to. You can't go to prison and not bring a harmonica.
1: It's all you play in prison is harmonicas. Maybe you could just like bring in chewing gum and show it really loud.
0: I miss, like Alcatraz had bars. Like when you think of prison cells, you think of jail and you think of bars. I like that. I don't like these steel doors. No character. <laughs> No character in these prisons. It's not a classic jail. No, it's not. They have beds and playstations and all. When I think of jail, I want to see bars. And the board man of Alcatraz, he had boards and everything with him. Blade in place was like a fucking pigeon loft. Pet shop. <laughs> had his pet shop. heating bill would be <laughs>
2: off the charts though.
0: <laughs> the heating bill?
2: be very drafty with all those open doors. And yeah,
0: but it's supposed to be uncomfortable, isn't it? It's prison. That's what you yeah, place sad had on. harmonica music. Oh, people no heating on for you. Stick a blanket on. It's San Francisco, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It's a warm enough climate. West coast. So, like, they got out from Alcatraz and... Behind them, after they left,
2: they had, like, fake ventilation ducts yeah. drawn on cardboard that they put up
1: in ah, place of what geez. they dug out. They put, and like, things to make them look like they were in bed and stuff, didn't they? Like Yeah. Little heads, like in Ferris like... Bueller.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they built a 6 foot by 14 foot, which is pretty big, inflatable raft with raincoats. So they collected a load of raincoats and built a raft.
0: And they got away. Did they? Do we know that they got away for... No. We don't know. Okay.
2: They may have died. Nobody knows.
0: More than likely died though. Yeah. But nobody knows. Might have got away with it. I just remember it from Tony Hawk's. Do you remember there was an Alcatraz level in Tony Hawk's? Oh yeah, yeah. I used to love that level. So (whistles) exciting when you could step off the
1: board for the first time. And hold your skateboard. And escape from Alcatraz. I'm and and Alcatraz with a skateboard as Tony Hawk. Or Dart Mall if you want. If you want. <laughs> I'd love to play that now on Escape from Alcatraz. What's The Great Escape? Remember The Great Escape? That was with, uh, uh, World War II, uh, Prisoner of War Camp. Who was the lead in that? Uh, Steve McQueen, wasn't it? Yeah. I've actually seen a lot of Escape from Prison films. <laughs> Fucking class. Love it. Tango and Cash. Do you remember Tango and Cash? No.
0: Do you know? That's a good Escape from Prison film. Is that animated? No. Is that Sylvester Stallone as well? Tango and Cash? He loves a good escape in prison, fella. That fella. <laughs> you have all these stories like digging out vents and I don't know, maybe or maybe not surviving the choppy waters of Alcatraz. But you don't really have that in Ireland, do you? It's just like we just walk out the front door.
1: <laughs> if you want. If you want, yeah. If you feel up for it.
2: With open prisons, that's, a, I imagine, a global issue. But there have been some pretty dramatic ones in that's Ireland. The... Yeah. No, not for a while. In 1973, three IRA members escaped Mount Joy
0: in a helicopter. Ah, how would you get away with that?
1: That's ridiculous. What? Did the helicopter just land in the yard? <laughs> yeah, Come pretty, on. More, pretty much. <laughs> You're <Yeah>, right. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> out of here.
2: <laughs> so there was um, an American down in Stradbally. I think they, they needed a helicopter for some kind of photo shoot. So they had hired it. And uh, while it was down there, a few armed men surrounded the helicopter and told the pilot he was to fly up to Dublin to Mount Joy. So he did that. He flew up and landed in the yard in Mount Joy. Three lads jumped on board. Helicopter took off again. <laughs> the, prison officer, yeah, the prison officer on duty thought it was the Minister for Defence. <laughs> so just said, that <laughs> in you go. Jesus. And then they were flown to the Another prison, <laughs> the race course in Baldoyle. And then they drove to Hoth. And got caught. Eventually, not straight away. Yeah. They all got caught eventually.
1: After how long? Like a, a few months. A few months? Yeah. Jesus. One when of them was caught this? down
2: in Port Leash a few months later, and the other two were caught, those two were caught like over a year later. Yeah.
0: Two did years say, later. Do you say 72? 73, was it? 1973.
2: So it was after that that the government decided there'd be no more IRA prisoners in Mount Joy. They were all moved down to Port Leash, and they also put wires across the courtyard in Mount Joy to stop anyone else landing a helicopter in there.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well they put wires across the top of Mount Joy as well because they were flying drones in with drugs. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: of course.
0: They were doing it before Amazon. It's where Amazon got the idea from. <laughs> oh. Drone deliveries, okay. They weren't people drones, they were just young flas with propeller hats. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking them really fast. That's mental. How do you never hear of these things? I never heard of that story.
1: There must be a film about that. Is a film about that. What's the maze based off? When was that escape? Eighty-three. Was that true? Was that another IRA yeah. thing, though? Yeah. Yeah. So the maze, or
2: Long Kesh, as a lot of people would call it, so that was supposedly like Europe's most secure prison. So the IRA prisoners initially were held in what was basically like an internment camp. So loads of outdoor cages with like metal. Sheet metal huts. So, you'd have a couple of hundred IRA prisoners in one cage and they'd all be hanging around and singing songs and singing them. songs. And they were given <laughs> classes, all this stuff. And then the British decided this isn't really what we want. So, let's build something a little more secure. So, they built this prison that was like the Supermax prison in America. It's like prisons within prisons and everyone has one cell for themselves, or that was the idea, and total isolation of all prisoners. Supposedly, the ultimate prison. There was no way anyone was ever getting out of this prison's thing. Prisons in prisons. Then there was a group of IRA prisoners who were working as janitors within the prison. So they yeah, had access yeah. to kind of the central control area. And It was well thought out. Somehow, I'm not going to tell you how, but they smuggled guns and knives into the prison. And then with them, they were able to overpower the guards. And then...
1: They literally just like overpowered everyone and just like... Yeah. Made the business to just exit. Yeah. It wasn't like... Escaping with Knives and fucking spoons And shit like It was like We're just overthrown The whole, the whole prison It's insane And they hijacked The food delivery truck Yeah Because they
2: knew That truck wasn't searched When it went in or out of prison Ah So they knew If they were in that truck Going out They wouldn't be stopped And 37 of them Got in the back of the truck 37? <laughs> Did they get See you caught? See Some of them I think Not for a very long time They just got out hey, And they that jumped not out Was a couple
1: That just never got caught in
2: it? I'd say so Yeah, yeah some of them got to the US 19 of them were caught in the first 24 hours others went down to the Republic some flew to the States
1: Was that a nationwide story obviously when it came out,
2: Oh yeah, that was huge it's Yeah, because this like the maze was supposed to be impossible to get out of the way it was designed
1: yeah. was it's unlike mad, any that, other like. prison in Europe at the time just mad, That 37 of them ended up getting out like, Yeah they're, Like the way they done it like you'd say well it's possible if you ever throw a fucking prison It's like, a mean? fucking gang of people like 37 people what all on the field? Just running at them <laughs> Did
0: they? Did they just charge? Charge their way out?
1: I think they was got th- so close to the gate that they were right there at the last step and they all just pegged
0: Was it Long Kesh as well where the not the hunger protests but it was the riots and people were out on the roof and everything?
1: It was where they
2: had the hunger strikes yeah and while they were escaping there was loads of files in the control area of the prison about informers and also photographs of all the prisoners. So they went in and found their own photos and destroyed them so that people wouldn't know who they were looking for.
1: That's mad. Yeah, It's so hard to trace. Like,
2: okay, now you've you've heard of a few ways out. What do you? What's your plan?
1: It'd be something to do with digging. <laughs> really good at digging. I think I've well, dig a few holes at the beach now. <laughs> oh, I'll just start swinging.
0: <laughs> when they do the laundry, does the laundry go somewhere? Like, I feel like I'd get friendly with some guards. And they'd give me a job like a librarian or a, a laundry yeah, yeah. person. And I'd do the laundry. And wherever all of the dirty laundry goes, I'd get into the pile of laundry. They'd put the laundry on a laundry truck. I'd be out the back door then.
1: I'd say they do the laundry in the prison. Do you think so? Well, I don't know. I'm have having a clue. <laughs> How am I fucking supposed to know that? <laughs> You're probably right. You probably do have the laundry. Well, in th- the... Let's just say that. They might do the laundry in the prison.
2: Sorry, I was going to say, that's how El Chapo escaped prison the first time. The la- in the laundry? He bribed the guard and threw him into the, the
0: laundry cart, yeah.
1: Fucking, there you there go. You go. Oh, I was wrong. If El Chapo done it, <laughs> I was definitely wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think breaking into a sewer pipe is good, especially if you're breaking out of the bleeding L triangle, like Mount Joy up there. You're right beside the canal, so say all the bleeding water runs out into the canal. So you don't have to go too far
1: down the shy pipe.
0: So dig, dig into the shy pipe. Figured out where that goes. I'd love to see like a blueprint of Prison Break. Get it all tattooed on you.
1: Well, if you were going in, like, you could actually plan your escape before you went in. Mm. Couldn't you though? <laughs> well,
0: where you, where are plans. you getting this yeah.
1: blueprint from? Just get f- going to Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to really help, is it? <laughs> Imagine me in there just going, here, I've got this fucking yoke off Google Map. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Want to <laughs> try escape with me? I'm just like looking at the top of that, and it looks pretty doable. And I was just like, "Yeah, but like, why on about
0: When you go by Mountjoy Prison, there's little square windows,
1: and I always and thought you see out of them. They're all like just
0: yeah, that that kind of like warped a little bit. So, but yeah. and they're very small. But I feel like it's definitely a weak
1: point in the wall that you could just kind of smash like, and then that, chip around that, like, it. A seal, yeah. That you could like chip away at that and like put it back on. And you now, if anyone came in, you could just like put it back into. Going kind of slit like yeah, the seal, the seal, the baby seal,
0: <laughs> <laughs> chip away the seal. I think you could. I think you would could you take it. the windows out and then just climb out the window.
1: Very easy. Very easy. Very easy A little gap though. I wouldn't get out the gap.
0: I think being sound with copper because coppers aren't paid well, and you need to use that. You say it's a lot of bollocks, man. You the shit you put up in here. If someone said, "Yeah, hey,
1: oh, what are you doing talking to him?" I'd be like, I wouldn't
0: take that. I don't take that off of him, man. I
1: take that. Don't mind him. Get would... that back now. But I think we have an advantage going in there because one of the guards might listen to the podcast. Probably. And he could be like, what episode's your favourite? And he'd be like, i do doing very well with yourself. And he'd be like, Oh God, you're mad, thing." You? <laughs> I don't know why you're in here only at the robbing a fucking post office like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now we found out why we went to prison.
1: <laughs> I mean, you have to think mad here. You have to be thinking mad.
0: It's dinner time and you have peas or whatever you're eating. You pretend to choke to send you to the hospital, which is the road. And then do you ever see prisoners? In, I, I've been in the hospital and there's been like prisoners in the hospital. Handcuffed. They're handcuffed and there's the guards with them and all. Stand the guards away. don't give a fuck. You could have away from one of them. I'll stop you there, Joe. Just a
2: bit more information for you. Okay. The vast majority of escapes that involve violence are transportation. So when a prisoner is being brought to hospital or being transferred between different facilities. So if you're being brought to hospital, you're going to have to get violent. I don't see that from either of you.
0: I think this could be the exception to
2: the rule. Well, apparently, you've just robbed the post office,
1: so maybe. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently Allegedly. Strong word there. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. We robbed the post office, 100%. We we only got away with a few stamps. We still tried to rob a post office at gunpoint, so. A few squirrel stamps. (laughs) (laughs) I only wanted a few squirrel stamps. (laughs) few squiddlers, you know. What are you in for, robbing squirrel stamps?
0: <laughs> I do think I'll be able to get buddy-buddy with a cop and manipulate him.
1: Man, I'm craving a sketch, man. Like, I'm dying to do a sketch, man. Any chance? We say, yeah, we'll do a sketch for you,
0: man. But we don't have a cameraman. We need a cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, we'll be our cameraman. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. And then we have meat meeting now about the palm of our hands. Yeah. And then we say, how about this? We oh. do a sketch where I'm the police officer yeah. and you're the prisoner. And I'm bringing you to yourself, but we don't have a, we
1: don't have any guard uniforms, so we're gonna need yours. And what do you say? And I'll just put my clothes on you, and then you can lie in the bed and pretend that you're asleep. Sell mate, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he'd be asleep in the bed, yeah. But we'd be just like putting on his clothes,
0: and then he'd be in the nip then.
1: <laughs> no, because we have giving him air clothes. Oh, oh. We're gonna use him as a decoy. That that's us in the bed. <laughs> a couple of things. First of all. There also seems to be a lot of checks and balances in this version of
2: Mountjoy that one guard has gone on a solo run to do a, a film project with
0: prisoners. And also, how much free time does he have on his day? Man, this fella's a mad... He's a big yeah, fan. He's a big fan. He's a big fan. Yeah, he actually came in on his day off to do this. Okay. Yeah. So he, he's had to come in, in on his wife, day off.
1: He's saying to himself, what I am mean, not missing lad.
0: this... He's talking to his wife at home and all.
1: You'll never guess who's locked up. For robbing a post office. And she would be like, hey, who? It's not Terence Power and Calvin. <laughs> it's, it's Darren and Joe. Fuck <laughs> off. Darren
0: and Joe do the podcast. Yeah. they robbed a few squirrel stamps now they're locked up in Mount Joy. And you know what? Do you want me to be the director?
1: That <laughs> was very naive. Uh, very naive warden. <laughs>
0: and he'll and they'll say but you're not on walk until next week you're off in the next few days ah
1: shush shush I'm going in <laughs> shush, don't be sad. put his hand on it Shh, 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 shh. no 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 go to
0: sleep will you go to sleep I'll be back in a few hours we're only going to do a sketch with Darren in the job what
1: happens if like he comes in like and he's not wearing his uniform he just comes in in like a beret
0: we told them that we said hey, we, we need we need a uniform or the sketch is not going to work
1: we're going to need another fella. Why? Because we need two uniforms to get out.
0: Oh, we might be pushing our luck. Like, I don't think we'll find another one as naive as this one.
1: <laughs> if, if we even find one that's naive as this one.
0: Like, I don't even...
1: Maybe, don't, it be like cartoon, you go on each other's shoulders. In the one uniform. No, I don't oh. think that's going to work.
0: Well, you wear the trousers and I wear the, the top.
1: That's not believable.
0: We'd be like two men on a horse.
1: Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's believable. Do you not think so? No. What if I tried to escape first and then come back for you? Or if you go another no way? Would
2: you trust him to come back for you?
1: No. <laughs> I, think, see, I think you would go back for him eventually. You, the guilt would
0: gnaw at you. I'd this fella'd be gone. I'd sit with
1: myself. <laughs> I'd like I, I, I go home for a day or two and I'd be saying, oh, fuck, no, I'm fucking home back there. Then I just wouldn't be able to sit with myself.
0: I'd be sipping a mojito on the coast of Spain. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, I'm going. Forced <laughs> I, think we, I think the two of us I, because we only have one idea he needs to be the copper people don't know so he needs to be the copper and we tell him "Oh, well, you want to be in the sketch?
1: we're going to do a parody of a prison break oh yeah say "Oh, it's, it's, we're going to do a parody of the Shawshank Redemption
0: but I need a very sharp fountain pen to draw yeah. the map on me on my body yeah, and he'd be like, "Why does it have to be sharp?" And I'd be like, "Shush, shush, shush, shush. You know, just it has to. I just need to draw. It needs to be a fine line." You Just put your finger on his lips. I say, you know, "Shush, shush, shush." You'll be back home with your wife soon.
1: What is the guard's name? Brendan or
0: something? I feel like Padrick or yeah, Brendan is a good one. Now Brendan. Brendan. Yeah. Struggling.
1: Hey, Brendan. Yeah, that's good. I could hear myself saying that. Yeah,
0: his wife is definitely having an affair on him. Yeah. So I say, get me a really sharp fountain pen to draw the tattoos on myself.
1: Yeah? Why are you drawing tattoos on yourself? Because we're doing a prison break sketch. Oh, I thought it was a Shawshank Redemption. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, yeah, we, we were just telling him.
0: We say, yeah, Brendan, what's your favourite TV show? And he's like, Breaking Bad.
1: We're, we're doing oh, a... Like, prison-wise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prison break.
0: So I think we have him in the sketch. And we say, yeah, part of the sketch is you're bringing us into prison. All right? So Brendan, I'm going to record from inside and you're going to bring Darren outside and walk him into the prison like you would if we were going to prison and I'm going to put lovely music on all that, you know what I mean? And uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. And he does it, the big EJ. He walks out the gate. He, he's this is going to be great. He's going to love this. He opens the gate, the gate's open. Oh, stab him with the fountain pen in the neck.
1: A bit much, I don't. I don't think you need to kill him. A few times. Okay.
0: And then we just take a run for it. Okay. Well then.
1: I'd just told him to bring us out to the front and then turn around and count to 10. <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, I... I don't think you need to kill him.
2: Yeah, I think Brendan is well, right, a, a trusting bit, enough a gentleman that you could man. trick him. You don't need to brutally murder him.
1: That's a bit He's, fucking bad. That yeah. is. It's um, collateral
0: damage, unfortunately. Kill or be killed. It's collateral
1: damage. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not going to be killed. Brendan is not going to kill him. he rat us, out. He'll rat us out. I wouldn't have killed Brendan now. I think you should track back and not kill him. He's not a happy man. You're putting him out of his misery. Also, the, the level
2: of crime you've committed is directly proportional to the level of search that'll be put underway to find you once you've escaped. So if you're a murderer, they're going to work really hard to find you. And when they do get you. you if you've forged a few checks, they might not bother that much. If you've killed a prison guard on the way out, especially if it was unnecessary, they're going to say, these lads are bad news.
1: These are fucking... We
0: need to get these lads off the streets pretty quickly. Oh, he's an idiot, but
1: he can run and he can fight. He's got to go. If you killed him, I'd go back in. And I'd just say, Joe's to killing him. That's on you. <laughs> and then I'd just stay for the stretch for robbing the post office. <laughs> He's going. He's getting the <laughs> fountain
0: pen in the neck and that's it. So. I'm going back in then. <laughs> couldn't live it. couldn't live it
2: was a very refined, uh, finely tuned plan. Masterwork of deception. Up until you get to... Just like within
0: feet of freedom. And then Joe suddenly slashing people. I just could like the impulse was there I had to. I had to kill him. I didn't want to. It was it was actually a backup plan. If things didn't if things went south, I was gonna kill him. But then I just seen the opportunity and I was just in me, I had to kill him. Okay. And he was a good runner. Mm. He'd put on chase, man, he'd catch
1: you, chase after you. Brendan's
0: uh, Brendan's Brendan's in your thrall, you know? Yeah, but he can't risk losing his job
1: but I, think I don't he He's he going that far like, I I think think he's he he doing, doing
0: sketches going. with you two it sounds like he has well hang on job. so alright if I let him live you've befriended him you've made him believe that you and he came in on his day off to walk with you yeah. and you betray him and then he has to live with that
1: I think he'd rather be betrayed than murdered
0: would you not invite him to come with you he wouldn't do it
1: he might I think Brandon is that naive that we could say now walk us out here and we're getting on an early plane because we're going on holiday and he just it's all it. part of the sketch Yeah It's all part of the sketch he's How did end. Brendan get this
2: job? It sounds like he is well <laughs> below the required I don't know why Brendan is He there, knows somebody He, he knows he's a guy like,
1: I think Brendan just He's just there
2: like. I, I think it's worth Showing faith In Brendan And Telling him what's going on And asking him if he wants to come with you He's a loose end He's also a potential patsy down the line Down that road You are going to be chased You're going to have to hide out somewhere
1: is that extra prison t- prison time for trying to escape? There's definitely extra prison time for oh. killing someone for killing. Yeah, them. no, I know that, but like, <laughs> I'd rather like, oh yeah, try and escape and get an extra two years than try and escape and kill someone and do life. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're definitely getting a few years extra. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I would just say I fucking heard the ice cream man. <laughs> 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 well, couldn't help myself. I heard the ice cream man.
0: Uh, I, th- I don't think Brendan could live for himself after he realised he was duped, tricked, hoodwinked, swindled.
1: Okay, that's enough. We'll give us another one.
0: Betrayed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he
0: couldn't do it. Brendan couldn't live for himself. He'd lose his job. His relationship with his wife would fall apart.
1: Mm. Uh, I just feel like we're having a that, shell of up him. here with the whole Brendan thing and we need to make a decision fast. You want him to live. We're beating, beating around the bush a little bit with it. I think we've got to the point of being at the game very quick, and then we just I'm i ten, you know. If you kill him, it's game over, and there's no restarting the mission. <laughs> it's real life. It's real. <laughs> but if we don't kill him,
0: he'll rat us out. He'll catch us. He'll send matter. us Have back. Go on the
1: blade and run. He'll chase us. He won't
0: chase us. We'll chase.
1: We'll chase. Brandon. We'll just tell him it's part of the sketch.
0: Brendan now, won. If you, I'd say if you gold at every sports day in school up oh, till he, he was 19 he he's a part of a prison got prison kept back a few prison years
1: sketch, like a prison escape sketch so he's just gonna go with it like if he's went to it to this point the, the fact he even fucking considered to do a sketch with two <laughs> convicts
0: okay let's take your let's take your idea right? right I don't kill him right we're outside the grounds and you're making jokes for the comedy sketch mm. you're saying oh don't lock me up don't lock me up Ah! and Brendan's trying not to laugh and he's like you look gas." <laughs> What then? Do I stop the recording and then he says right come on, we have to go back in. Do I keep recording? Do we say oh yeah I no it would be keep deadly. Reco-
1: keep recording it keep going with it. This is a fucking feature film at this stage with him.
0: Yeah yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> he's on board and he's on board. He's game ball like. Yeah.
0: So we need a car then.
1: I think, a I think I uh, think like you have his phone you have the internet. I think just order a fucking free now.
0: So now he's financially invested in this comedy sketch for the internet. Yeah. Uh so I how how do you explain how do you explain that to him? How is this part of the sketch? What that one? get in the taxi? That we're ordering a free now.
1: We we'll say we're in the taxi, we're gonna have to have a chat with him in the taxi while we're in the taxi. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: I'm sure he's gonna start asking questions. But he might
1: not. He might just be gone with it. I'll be like, It's good this is gonna be the best sketch we've ever done and he'd be like, oh, I can't believe I'm a part of it. <laughs> but that will become a point where he just realises, like Bishop Brennan and he gets a bit up the hole and yeah. Was fucking stone like for the whole episode it's going to be like that he hasn't realised yet in the taxi he's, he's still gone with it so like Brendan is the easy part yeah right we've got past Brendan
0: yeah and we're but in I the I feel taxi. like
1: Brendan is going to be on the whole journey with us there's going to be a journey but I think there's a there's a cut off point okay of Brendan
0: okay well how about this that sounds very sinister so we're on what, the road then
1: fucking killing them with a pen or anything like we're not going to kill him I already said that
0: well I still have the pen so that's always in the back pocket if things go south, I could always kill them. And I'm curious to see where this journey goes. Mm. And I hope the listeners are too. And how about this? We dissect our journey on the run as ex-inmates in next week's episode of the podcast. Would that be good?
1: That would be good. But like, I feel like for the listener, it's going to be like waiting on your favourite TV show. Yeah. That comes out once every week. And they're just like why didn't you just like finish it in the one episode lads it was up all night but I think it'll make for an exciting exciting story deadly
0: right well then join us next week on the Starla podcast to see how this plays out see how we get on will we be successful will we go on the run will it last will Brendan survive or will I stab him with your fountain pen your fountain
1: pen oh yeah God only knows join us next week on the Stoller. podcast. With Darren and Joe. Rated R for violence. I hope you enjoyed that. I thought it was absolutely mad. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I do question what the fuck we're on about. Yeah. But uh, entertaining nonetheless. Huh? It's mad. It's, it's an hour of madness. Mm. I love it. And it's a Goal loud original podcast. So it is. Covering prison breaks under the Goal Out umbrella. Well, Who would have thought Not me. I wouldn't have. Not me.
0: Some gang at out, letting us talk shite like this for an hour. One of the best true
1: crime episodes you'll ever hear. Ever. Ever. Forget the witness.
0: Ah oh, no. That's
1: pretty good. <laughs> Not like this. this Not this is this different. This is like proper fiction.
0: This is different gravy.
1: I'll see you next week.
0: Talk to us then, right?
1: Bye.